What's going on, everybody? I am back, and this time, <clears throat> three, two. What's up, bitches? I'm back again. Three, two, and what's going on, everybody? Asad Hashimali back again with another episode of Behind the Grind Monologue, number 10. It's been quite a while. We've been missing in action, and uh, we are back. As you can see, new space, um, new recording altogether. And uh, before I get into what are we talking about in this episode, let's talk about where I've been for the past couple of months. Past couple of months, I have been busy shifting offices, changing my life around, figuring out what do I want to do when I grow up, and then also just trying to keep Backspace uh, thriving, kicking, and just having fun with that, basically. I've thought about doing podcasts during the lockdown when people actually thought in Pakistan that COVID is a real thing. Right now, it feels like they don't think it's a real thing. But um, I thought about doing it at that time. I thought about like actually double-downing during that period, but neiwa to neiwa, and that's A-OK. Just for all those who are new over here, Behind the Grind is divided into two main audio formats or two video formats. One is called Behind the Grind Monologue. The other one is called Behind the Grind Podcast. The monologue and the podcast basically are extensions of myself. This is where I talk about either myself or about things that matter uh, to me, things that interest me. And also I sit with people who have a cool story to share, people whose grind I admire, people who are just doing cool shit on a regular basis. That's what Behind the Grind is about. And this episode... On number 10, we are talking about um, something which is actually kind of special, something that I have been a big advocate of. And I also decided to do something which is quite uh, basic. I decided to open up my Instagram and ask people what do they want me to talk about. And uh, a couple of kids asked me about my thoughts on part-time work and about how they can start picking up work while they're either in their A-levels or if they're in college or uni. Let's get one thing straight, all right? If you are in Pakistan, part-time work is not the same as part-time work as in the West or even in the Far East. Part-time work over there in like Canada or in the US or in the UK means that either you go work in a bar, you wait tables, you clean dishes, um, you flip patties. And here, some people feel like their egos come in the way to do that. You know, I know some of you listening don't feel comfortable doing that in this country. But if you were over there, you may have just to make some extra cash on the side. Because, of course, life's not easy. You do have to take care of yourself. And that's exactly why I did part-time work as well. I didn't just do part-time work. If anything, I felt like I was working full-time while I was in uni. And uni was actually always part-time for me. Uni, I felt like, was on the side. But just to give everybody some context, I graduated from the University of London program, which was going on at Bayview College. I studied econ and finance. And right after my A-levels from Lyceum, I started working at Lyceum. So I worked at Lyceum for six months. School started for me again. So I'd go to work at like 7.30, 8 a.m. And then from there at two o'clock, I'd go to my classes. And sometimes after class at like 6.37, I'd go back to work or I'd go home and do my chilling, do my studying, do whatever I had to. And then after um, Lyceum, I started working at Cedar. From February 2015, I started working at Cedar. Again, over there, I felt like I was working full-time hours. I was working pretty much as much as all the adults were, and I absolutely loved it. But what is it that you need to know 
before you start working and before you start picking up doing part-time work. I'm going to share four little tips with you, four key things you need to keep in mind. All right. The first and foremost thing that you have to keep in mind is you have to always be flexible and nimble throughout this whole process. If you are not flexible and nimble, you are not going to be hired in the first place if you don't show to the person who is going to hire you to your future employer that um, you are willing to grind it out you are willing to come in extra if need be or you are willing to um, you know shift around your hours and put in extra hours over the weekends uh, they're probably not gonna like give you an opportunity and again look i'm talking about my experience was personally in the education scene i'd picked up corporate internships but those were summer internships when i had no school so the corporate world does follow that fixed routine Private education in Pakistan doesn't follow that fixed routine, right? So you could ask one of your old teachers, do you want to, you know, are you looking for a TA? Are you looking for someone to check your papers? Maybe you could help them out with that. But above all, remember that you have to be flexible and you have to be nimble. You have to be on your feet. You have to remember is that this is basically a part of your life. This is not, you have, you, realistically speaking you can't go into part-time work thinking that that's optional for you. Because if you recognize that you want to work or you want to hustle on the side, You've made it a compulsion for you. So don't put it on the back burner. If anything, learn how to balance the two out, right? Which brings me to the second point, and that is fixing a schedule. While you're in uni and while you're working, remember to divide the hours accordingly. Give your boss or your employer, whoever, a timetable about of, which, of when you're going to be in classes and make a timetable for yourself about when you can put in extra hours at work if you want to. You don't have to necessarily, but the hours at which you know you have to get into work. And don't let the two match. Don't, don't let the two like merge together or mesh together in any way. Understand is that there's certain hours for work, there's certain hours for school. Both are very important. You want to do well in school because you feel that that grade is going to either get you into a good master's program or is going to get you a job that you want of some sort. But again, you also have to make sure is that you're putting in the hours you need to make that cash on the side. And if you overlap your schedules, if you abuse that in some way, you're probably not going to do justice to either one of them. All right. And the third and foremost, actually the third uh, point, which I think is a very important point throughout this whole process is I think you need to be humble throughout this whole process. Part-time work is not sexy, all right? Um, if you are still in school, whether you're in A-levels and you choose to do this, or if you're in, old, uh, in uni and you choose to do this, people are going to give you shit work, all right? Learn to enjoy that shit work. Even if you were to graduate and you were to go into working full-time and this, let's say, is your first job, you're going to have to do shit work there also. And it's never fun, all right? You have to learn to make it fun. And one way I did that was just by reminding myself is that I got to keep my feet on the ground. If anything, this is all a learning experience for me. This is the time where I have to learn. I have to put my head down and I just have to wait it out, you know? People would throw all sorts of shit on my plate, all sorts of crap work towards me, but I used to take it with a smile because I knew is that A, I'm the youngest out of the group, so I have the most to learn. And B is because if I don't go through that process, I know I'm not going to be able to achieve the things I want to achieve later on. For example, when I have, uh, when I have interns coming in to, uh, at Backspace, I put them through this, through this uh, course of going through each and every single video Backspace has ever made in the past. And then also each and every single design that Backspace has made in the past and going through everything that we have made just so that they can understand what we do which seems okay, right? Like that's an onboarding process. But then above all, what I do is I make them go through hours worth of footage to give me 30 seconds worth of a clip that I already know exists, 
but I'm putting them through that is because that's where they're going to learn patience on set. That's when they're going to learn patience on the editing table. They're going to have to put in certain amount of time to be able to unlock that crisp, that, you know, that diamond that they want at the end of it. And that goes for everything. When I was working at Lyceum, I remember that I had to go through a whole Excel sheet of everyone's goddamn birthdays and then make a separate piece of paper, which on that day, whoever's birthday it is, put their birth date on with a quote that would match that. And that would be circulated all around. And that had to be done within the first 15 minutes of the day. At seven, between 7.30 and 7.45, I had to do that quickly and make sure it was distributed to all the departments and all the like, you know, department heads and was everywhere around the school. It's not the best work. But people have to do it, right? I've even had to like go over thousands of attendance entries just to see who was absent on a given day, right? And you would think that you could do that on a computer, but what fun is that when you can open up a register and have a scale in front of you, a ruler in front of you, and like chalk that out? But that's the point, right? You have to be humble throughout this whole process. You're not going to have fun worked from the get go, but that will come. And lastly, and this is something that is a personal, uh, this actually held a qu quite a bit of weightage for me back in the day, was to cut the white noise out. In other words, cut the shit out. People are going to throw all sorts of crap your way. You have to learn how to pick yourself up. You have to learn how to remember and how to keep a track of what matters and what doesn't matter. Fun fact, I started working, I had an internship at City uh, Bank, at City Bank, and in my interview, um, someone asked me was that uh, you only have education experience on your resume why would we give you an internship over here I was like exactly because it's an internship if you don't give me this opportunity how else am I supposed to learn about corporate banking and then when I got closer to him over the course of the internship he actually pointed out to me was that along the way people are going to either try to put you down he tried to put me down in a similar way um, in that interview but this was more of a lesson for what is going to come ahead while I was in uni also, I had teachers that used to tell me that you can't get a job with this degree after um, your undergrad. You're going to have to do your master's because the job landscape in Pakistan is just too competitive. Turns out I was one of the first few people in my batch to get a job straight out of graduating. That's because I realized and I, I built up my resume. I built up my skill set along this time with part-time work because I knew what I wanted to achieve after graduating. And that's pretty much it. Four points for you, four points for why part-time work matters and what you need to keep in mind when you're going into part-time work. That was episode number 10, short and sweet. We're going to come out with more on a weekly basis. Next one's episode 11. That's of the monologue, but there's a lot more from the podcast coming. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.